You're listening to the 20th episode of Talk and Rock with GMH. Let's talk and rock. It's Talk and Rock with GMH. Welcome to the podcast where we talk rock. I'm your host, GMH, and wow, can't believe it's been 20 whole episodes. Um, thank you guys so much. Uh, we are well over, I think, 800, 800 downloads in total and um, got a pretty decent amount of listeners, I think just over 100 regular listeners. But thank you guys so much. Um, I really appreciate all the support. And so this week's Song of the Week, uh, first off, thank you so much um, to Economy Pawn, our sponsor for the Song of the Week. Um, yeah, they have great musical equipment and um, other stuff. They're a pawn shop. Um located at 844 Main Street. Um, so make sure that you go uh, check them out. Thank you so much to Economy Pawn. So the song of the week is I Alone by Live. Um, so I've been listening to a lot of 90s rock lately, uh, alternative rock and stuff. Uh, so Live, um, this song, I Alone, they also have, I really like their song as well, Lightning Crashes. Um but this song really um, has such an emotional impact. Um, I'm always very big on how songs, you know, make you feel emotionally. And this song, um, I don't really know how to describe the feeling, but it's a fun listen. Well, at the same time, like, I love how it starts in the vo- in the verse. Um, very, like, very sort of mellow. The drums start to come in, and then it goes, like, into that amazing chorus. Um, I just love this song so much, and I highly recommend you listen to it and um, live. They're a great band. Okay, guys, so today on the podcast, our special guest is Villavent. How are you today? I'm great. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, so um, how long have you been playing music for? So I started music around when I was three. I was first introduced to the piano and I played that for several years. And I was in, um, you know, contemporary, sorry, I was in like classical music at first. Okay. And then I got, I slowly got introduced to contemporary music. And um, I started vocals around six or seven years ago. And actually rock wasn't the first genre of music I was introduced to. I actually first started with pop and then country. And then I went to rock, and um, rock is kind of how, like I've been stuck with rock um, ever since. And yeah. it's just a genre that I just love to do because it's just so passionate and like it's just so fun to perform and it's so much energy on stage. So yeah, I've been performing music for quite a long time. <laughs> cool. So, who are some of your biggest inspirations in music? So I would say my biggest influences and inspirations are Anna Nancy Wilson from Hearts, Guns N' Roses, obviously, um, Alice in Chains, Soundgarden, and also some newer rock artists like Lizzie Hale from Hailstorm, Amy Lee from Evanescence, Taylor Momsen from The Pretty Reckless, um, and all those people. So I have a vast um, variety of people that I look up to in in music. Yeah. So first off, I see that you just put out your first EP. Congratulations. Thank you. When was that released? 
that was released um, a couple months ago, actually. Um, it's uh, I've made it onto uh, number eighty-seven in Canadian rock radio with uh, Never Again and Stabilize, my two singles off the EP, mm-hmm. and it's going really well. I've gotten a lot of different, a lot of feedback from different people, and mm-hmm. it's being played still on radio. And I get people messaging me all the time, uh, saying, "Hey, I, I heard your song on my local radio station, and I love your stuff, and I'm constantly listening to your album." So. I'm just happy that it's going well right now. And I'm currently actually working on my next full length album, which will be released hopefully sometime in the summer of 2021. Okay. Um, Yeah. So what sort of influenced your, like, was there, what was it like to find sort of the sound that you want to stick with for this EP? Um, you know what? I knew I wanted to have like a heavier sound overall, like a hard rock kind of sound. Mm-hmm. Um, I honestly, like I had a certain vision of mine for all my songs and I went with the producer that I thought could bring that to light. And yeah. I would say that it went really well and that the songs actually turned out how I wanted them to turn out um, in the end. And I kind of just wanted that like, you know, hard rock, kind of punch in the face feel when you listen to my songs and I know for my new album it will be a lot more like that even maybe heavier Mm -hmm. so uh yeah that's like um what I'm looking forward to awesome um and what are some of the coolest experiences that you've ever had as a musician or on stage coolest experiences uh well you know what honestly just performing on stage gives you such a rush um obviously we can't do that right now due to the pandemic uh but you know it's sad that i I feel like i've taken a lot of the stuff for granted when uh when you know before the pandemic and i was always performing like almost every single weekend i was performing Mm -hmm. and just not to have that now really really sucks but i would say that performing live just gives you such a rush and just performing live every single time I step on the stage it's just a whole new experience altogether so I would say yeah just stepping on the stage just performing in front of a live audience is always awesome yeah um so when you write music like what's your process generally like um I would say I like start out with an idea and I figure out what I want to write about and then gradually, I, I usually write lyrics first, to be honest with you. And when I get like my thoughts written on paper, I start to, either with the piano or the guitar, I start to write like riffs to it, yeah. um, just to see what fits, what doesn't fit. I can rewrite lyrics to make it fit with um, the uh, instrumental that I'm creating for the song. And then usually I would just take it to my bass player yeah. or uh, my guitar player and drummer. And then I would say, here, here's a demo of a song I'm working on. What do you think you could add to it? And so forth. So that's kind of how I start. I usually start lyrics. Yeah. Then I kind of write it. I write, the, I write the melody to the lyrics. And sometimes I even just write the melody first and then come out with lyrics, but usually lyrics first. Okay. Um- so have you been part of any other bands in the past? Yes, actually. Um, my first ever band that was in is actually, we are still kind of together. It's a cover band. And we used to perform at a lot of bars. 
-hmm. and um well before the pandemic anyways and uh we did a lot of like the 80s rock some 90s grunge some a little bit of um early 2000s rock and um that's kind of just like how i got the ball rolling with my music career as villavent just the experience on stage with my cover band just brought a whole new light to what performing is actually like yeah and it's kind of like oh this is exactly what i want to do so i guess my cover band which is 528 was a big influence and i guess they also brought a light to what it is actually like performing on stage so i would say um 528 is is the band that i would say um really helped me um step up my confidence on stage Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and what are some of your favorite songs to play? Um, if that's either a song that you wrote or that a cover that you like to play. Sorry, what, what was the question? Um, what are some of your favorite songs to play, like live, whether that's a cover or an original song? Um, for cover, I would say my favorite song is Spoon Man by Soundgarden. I love that song so much. It's so much fun, and I always bring the audience in uh, for that song. Yeah. And also, uh, for an original song, I would say probably Stabilized. It's okay. really, like, in your face. And, uh, yeah, I, I love playing those two songs. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so at any point, did you ever find it difficult to be a solo artist? Um, difficult? I, a little bit, a little bit, just because, you know, with a band, you have, you know, all your other band members to help, you know, um, with input and certain things that we do, but on your, like, if you're a solo artist, you're kind of making all the decisions by yourself, Mm -hmm. and you're kind of running the show, which is a good thing and a bad thing at the same time, because you kind of want other people's opinions as well, Mm -hmm. but um, I would say I had a lot of difficulty as of yet but bring on the challenge man yeah um so do you have any advice for beginner musicians honestly i know it's gonna be kind of cliche but really just be yourself just don't let others influence what you wear what you do on stage just be yourself write the music you want to write and um go from there yeah um so for your ep how did you record that so I'm actually based out of Canada and I recorded it in Toronto. Okay. Um, it was in a studio called The Cube and it was just like a little rundown studio and it looks like a cube from the outside. It was a really cool industrial looking building. It's unfortunately um, not around anymore, but when I went in there, it was like an in the box session where I had the producer and he helped write the guitar and bass. But at the time I didn't have like a current drummer. So he, you know, electronically, um, he he wrote the drums electronically on the computer, but he did the guitar and bass by himself, and he's such an awesome guy. His name is Tal, by the way, and I also went with Andre, who's another co-producer uh, for my songs, but yeah, he, he did most of the stuff himself. I gave him the idea of what I wanted the song to sound like, okay. and we kind of went from there from the demo I sent him. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... Are there any, I like to ask this for like solo artists and stuff. When you play live, do you normally play an instrument or do you like to have a band with you? 
Well, um, Villavent is like a hard rock group, so I have my band behind me, but I sometimes pick up the guitar or bass whenever it's needed in a song. All right. And sometimes I, I play piano, but I haven't recently. Mm-hmm. But usually, you know, in the beginning, I, I played piano for a lot of the cover stuff that we did. Yeah. Um, for my original music, I actually haven't written a lot of songs that involve piano, but I definitely keep that in mind for new material because I still love to play the piano. Uh-huh. Yeah, so what is what are some of your favorite music venues to play? Sorry? Uh, so what's your fav- what do you think would be your favorite music venue to play? music venue yeah um honestly those are small intimate ones and i know that's kind of weird because a lot of people say oh i like the bigger auditoriums because you know you're not as nervous because there's a lot of people and you might not even meet these people ever again you can do whatever you want and but honestly like i like the smaller intimate venues because you know you're getting up close and personal with everybody and you're kind of like when you're performing you're kind of making the audience like your family for the night and um i just honestly love the energy in smaller venues too because like you can really feed off the energy of the crowd more i find in smaller venues yeah so i would say smaller venues but i also like big, bigger venues too don't get me wrong <laughs> all right um yeah so what's your plan sort of for staying active with fans during the pandemic so i'm just constantly promoting myself right now that's all I can really do. Um, I'm making merchandise. I'm in the progress of making t-shirts and other merchandise that I'll be releasing sometime soon. And honestly, just like staying in touch with my fans. Um, I always answer to any DMs that people send me that's appropriate, obviously, for music. And I just love interacting with fans. It's just awesome that to hear, like, these people are listening to my music and how they feel and how my music has helped them in certain situations in their life. So I always like to keep in touch with my fans. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah, so before we wrap this interview up, is there anything else that you would like to add that I haven't asked yet? Um, actually, yeah. So I'm going to be, I'm actually a finalist in the 2020 Jim Beam National Talent Search, which is a talent search in Canada and in the Toronto area. And um, my video, we did like a, we were supposed to perform at the Drake Underground in Toronto, but yeah. of course COVID hit, so we couldn't do that. So instead, we, we were brought to the Metalworks studio in Mississauga and we recorded one of my original songs off the floor as yeah. long as, as well as um, four other bands. Um, so those videos are supposed to be airing sometime in September. So that'll be fun. And you guys get to vote on who your favorite arti- artist is based on those videos. Mm-hmm. And um, I would also say, if you haven't checked out my EP, Never Again, it is now available on all music streaming services and my never again music video is on youtube so you can check that out and i was also recently in this uh, music online festival called rock the coliseum and i performed an unreleased song called running on empty so you can check that out it's on the rock the coliseum youtube channel and you can also watch the video on my personal youtube channel bill event awesome well thank you so much for coming on the podcast Yeah, no problem. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah. 
All right. Um, thank you so much to um, Villavent for uh, the great interview. Um, I actually just did that interview uh, this morning, but I thought I'd put it up because um, it was ready to go. <laughs> um, but yeah, so thank you so much to Villabint for doing um, the interview. Also, thank you to Economy Pond for sponsoring our song of the week. Um, I'd just like to say also, um, yeah, I'd like to s- say Riley Gale uh, from Power Trip passed away um, at 34. Um, yeah, so yesterday, which is very sad. And, um, I forget when it was, but also, I think it was like six or seven days ago, um, Frankie Benali from Quiet Riot passed away, um, from, uh, pancreatic cancer, uh, which is also very sad. Um, he's such a legendary drummer. I don't listen to a whole lot of Quiet Riot, but they definitely um, played a huge role in shaping what hard rock music is today. Um, yeah, so yeah, my condolences. Very, very sad to hear. Um, but anyways, thank you guys so much. So amazing that we reached 20 episodes. And once again, make sure to go follow the official Talk and Rock with GMH account uh, the username's Talk and Rock Pod, all one word, all lowercase. Or just search up Talk and Rock with GMH. It should be the first thing that pops up. And yeah, I'm GMH signing off. Let's talk and rock. It's Talk and Rock with GMH.